All right, biohackers, who doesn't love a yummy, creamy whey protein shake? Oh, it is such a treat. And I really love it as a meal replacement, post-workout recovery, maybe even a midday snack. So this is why I have to tell you about Puri Protein Powder. I absolutely love the bourbon vanilla flavor and the chocolate, but I think I got to go with the, the vanilla as my favorite. So it's smooth, it's delicious. And you know what else? It's pretty awesome that the flavors come from real natural ingredients like the bourbon vanilla seeds from Madagascar. And let's talk about quality because there's a lot of junk whey protein on the market that I would not recommend. So the Puree whey protein, it comes from pasture-raised cow's milk with no hormones, no GMOs, and no pesticides. This is because Puree's mission has always been to be the best at offering pure, clean, and superior products that, that support health and well-being. And what I think truly sets them apart is that they are fully transparent with their product testing. Every batch is third-party tested against more than 200 contaminants and certified clean by the Clean Label Projects. Not all brands can say this. Plus, each product contains a QR code so you can personally scan it and review the test results at home. I know you're excited to try it out. So what you're going to do is head on over to puri.com slash biohackerbabes. That's P-U-O-R-I.com slash biohackerbabes. And then make sure you use promo code biohackerbabes at checkout to save 20%. All right, let's get back to the show. We're digging deep and asking the questions we need to ask. Years of stress and not just emotional. I was depleting my body. I was malnourished. I'm working out like crazy. I'm eating all these healthy foods. How could I not be well? We have to get back to the basics. We can change the way our genes are expressed. Anyone that wants to improve their health or upgrade their health, they should be biohacking. My name is Renee. And I'm Lauren. We are the Biohacker Babes. We're sisters and we're joining forces to empower you to become your own biohacker and upgrade your life. The Biohacker Babes podcast aims to create insight into the body's natural healing abilities strengthen your intuition, and empower you with techniques and modalities to optimize your health and wellness. Because life is too short to not feel your best every single day. This podcast offers health, fitness, and nutritional information and is designed for educational purposes only. You should not rely on this information as a substitute for, nor does it replace professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. If you have any concerns or questions about your health, you should always consult with a physician or other healthcare professional. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the show. Hello, everyone. I hope you are staying well, healthy, safe, and hopefully enjoying some time off in this situation that we don't have a lot of control of. Um, some time has passed since we recorded this episode, so I just wanted to jump on here and make sure that you know that we are taking this pandemic very seriously. There has been a lot more out in the news about isolating yourself, social distancing, a lot of mandates across the country, and we do think that this is a very serious thing. We are not taking it lightly. 
Given that everything that we say in this episode, we still stand behind. We think this is a major opportunity for everyone to learn about the immune system, learn how these things affect us, and you know, empower and educate everyone to take care of themselves because flu season comes every year. This is not the last time that we are going to be exposed to something like this and experience something serious like this. So let's take the opportunity and learn about our bodies, learn about ways to support ourselves through supplements, foods, and some hacks from nature, sunshine, fresh air. We're going to go through all of this in the episode. Just wanted to check in, make sure that you know that we are staying up to date with all of uh, everything that's happening in the news. And we do stand by this episode. If you have any further questions, we hope that we provided all the resources needed about everything that we talked about. Please check in with us if you have any further questions. Be well, stay healthy, and we hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome to episode 36 of the Biohacker Babes. I'm Renee, and I'm here with my sister, Lauren. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. So today, we kind of jumped ahead um, with this podcast episode because we thought it was really relevant. We're getting a lot of questions from everyone, and that is, how do we boost our immune system with what is going on in the world today? So we have some great tips. So we thought, why not just make a whole episode about it? We'll share everything with links. And then if you have more questions at the end, you can always reach out to us. So really the topic today is how do we boost our natural immunity against all bugs? So of course, the virus is a big topic right now, but overall building your immune system to be able to fight everything is very helpful all year round. But just some numbers for you. You know, as of March 9th, we have heard that there's, you know, almost 140,000 global confirmed cases. Maybe higher now that it's a couple days later. Um, most of them are still found in mainland China. And today we are hearing there's around 1,800 cases in the US. A couple of fun facts for you guys. <laughs> fun. <laughs> fun. Interesting. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all need some good news. So let's try and make this. We also need possible. to keep laughing. So I don't know. Yes. That was funny to me. Laugh <laughs> Laughter is, is the best medicine. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So 81% of the cases are considered mild, which means they do not require hospitalization. So I think this is a really important thing to point out. The news is maybe saying like, you know, everyone's dying from this. You're like, no, a lot of people are just experiencing, you know, some flu symptoms. They're able to stay home and recover just fine. The critical level, we're hearing some numbers ranging maybe from five to 7%. We're, we're not sure about those numbers, but the good news is there's a very high recovery rate, even if you do get infected. So the death rate we're hearing is around 2%, but it's actually possible that that number is lower because we don't know how many people actually have the virus right now. So of course, if the denominator changes, the percentage is going to drop. Um, the problem is a lot of people maybe are infected and just don't know it yet. They don't have symptoms. They're a carrier. But even if 2% is the case, you know we're not super worried about that. Again, those at higher risk are those you know over the age of 80 and then anyone dealing with current health conditions especially like respiratory conditions heart disease diabetes of course they're going to be at higher risk so if you're young and healthy we're definitely here to help you feel less fearful about everything uh, so who's this for? You know, we don't believe in fear and panic. We're not trying to say everyone needs to like run out and do all these crazy things, but we just think everyone should be smart about the situation, right? We don't want to go extreme either way saying it's not an issue. The world is ending, right? We want to find some middle ground, just how you can protect yourself and your family. So hopefully some good tips for everyone today. Yeah. And, and with that, I think this is a huge opportunity 
for us to learn about our immune system and how it functions and also to step up our game because it is flu season. I know we're dealing with an epidemic with Corona right now, but we're, we're also dealing with flu. Like a lot of people are dying from the flu and more so are dying from the flu. So we want to empower you and educate you to learn about your immune system and, and just learn how to strengthen it because we need this every single winter cold flu season. We need to strengthen our immune systems as much as possible. And our bodies really are designed to take care of us. So it's all about supporting that. Just disclaimer, we are not experts by any means, but we can point you towards some really helpful resources at the end of the show. What we do know is that this is affecting large and older populations. And we think that's because aging affects the immune system. So it's going to increase susceptibility to infections and viruses as you age. And a primary factor within that is the presence of white blood cells or lymphocytes to be more specific, which are the body's main type of support against these infections. So we're really gonna focus on trying to support white blood cell production. I thought this was really interesting. There was an amazing webinar by Dr. Klinghart of the Klinghart Institute. He said that patients with normal lymphocyte counts are probably not at risk. And I think a lot of the critical conditions that are out there right now are actually, well, one, we're seeing um, these people have pre-existing conditions, but they also are immunocompromised. So it's probably because their white blood cell count is very low, and that is because of aging. So if your white blood cell count is normal, average in range, you probably are not at risk. And if you've been to the doctor recently, had a blood test for your white blood cell count, you would know that it's hard to know without a test. But um, this really is like a marker of overall immune function. Another interesting fact, Dr. Bruce Lipton says, if you've ever contracted a cold or a flu, it was probably because of the coronavirus. Like it's very possible we've all been exposed to this. But right now, because of the fear and the media attention, we're being programmed to believe that it is deadly. Yes, it is killing people. But the truth is the health of almost all of the victims of coronavirus were already compromised before they were infected. So if your immune system is strong, there is a very good likelihood that you can fight this off. So we want to make you feel a little more confident about this. We don't need to run around and be terrified that it's going to knock us down or kill us. So again, back to the immune system, we're going to share some tips for supporting your immune system. Yeah. And I was actually surprised to hear that this is the seventh coronavirus. So COVID-19. Mm. Yes, obviously there's been different you know, rounds of it, different strains, but I, I didn't realize it's not something new. So that's yeah. actually good news. Yeah. So f- funny thing real quick. You remember the movie Contagion? No. Did you ever watch that? Tell me. Back in uh, 2001. It me, so probably not. I don't like that. <laughs> it came out in 2001. So gosh, what, 19 years ago? That's crazy. But um, or no, maybe it was 2011. So not as old. But Kate Winslet, Couple of big names are in that. Oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, you do remember gosh. <laughs> nightmares. Yes, yes. It was terrifying. <laughs> yeah. So uh, my husband Ryan wanted to watch it last night. We're like, oh sure. wow, because that would be fun. And I'm like, are we the only crazy people watching this movie right now? No. It turns out the watching uh, or ratings, whatever the show right now, are like off the charts. So apparently, a lot of people are renting it, buying it on Amazon Prime, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the movie is actually really scary. And I think Hollywood over, you know, kind of overblows everything with that. So don't, maybe don't watch that. At all. <laughs> but interesting, I guess some people are not completely shocked into this fear state and <laughs> either yeah. want to be entertained or want to be educated. I don't know how educational it is, but yeah, 
I learned a few facts that are true, but cool. (laughs) So personal experience with this, you know, maybe we've been exposed to this virus. We're not really sure, but I think just when you look at viruses in general, you know, I would say I'm very familiar with different antiviral protocols because of Epstein-Barr, right? I've been dealing with that since 2007. So I'm always reading up on the latest antiviral remedies and protocols, like what's new. And it's kind of funny because my Epstein-Barr, well, I don't know if this is funny. My Epstein-Barr was reactivated a couple months ago. So I've been on a very strict antiviral protocol for a couple months now. Mm. So I'm like, this is maybe good timing. Like my timing is really strong. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just ran out of a bunch of stuff. So last night I reordered all my antiviral stuff. I'm going to put my husband on it too, just to help support him. But yeah, awesome. Some good information. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I've had my share of immune struggles as well, stemming from like HPA axis dysfunction and like reduced adrenal function. Also, I work in a Broadway theater that tends to be a breeding ground for illness. And it's probably just, you know, being in, in tight quarters with a lot of different people. But I think it's also like a lack of sunlight. We have altered circadian rhythms because we're up late under bright lights. Uh, there's definitely mold exposure in there which kind of brings me back to just like general immune tips. Like if you can do the right things to support your immune system, regardless of uh, being exposed to this pandemic or not, like supporting your immune system and just doing normal things that include like nature, nutrition, movement, these are all foundational things that are going to help support the immune system. Debate, controversy. There's probably a lot of this right now. You know, like I said before, I think a lot of people are going extreme with it, right? They're like running out and buying everything in the grocery store, or they're just like sitting at home saying, oh, this is like nothing. The news is blowing it up. Again, I think we got to find some middle ground, but I think we can all agree that we just need to be washing our hands and covering our mouths when we cough and sneeze. Mm -hmm. Hello, this is nothing new. Why aren't we doing this all year round? That's so gross. (laughs) Maybe because I'm a germaphobe. This like really grosses me out. Yeah, there's been like a lot of reaction to the news, like especially Trump announcing that we're supposed to wash our hands for 20 seconds. I'm like, have you not been doing that your entire life? (laughs) Right. And like the soap shelves are empty in the stores. Like, yeah. Did you not use soap before? (laughs) Yeah. It's great to have sanitizers. It's great to wash your hands more. But again, this is just normal stuff that we should be doing all the time. So hopefully we're just like really preparing ourselves for the future and locking these things in because these are good practices to always have. Yeah. And, and this is really disturbing. As I was prepping for this episode, I found this study where they were looking at how often and how well people washed their hands in the 10 of the world's leading airports. Only about 20% of the people had clean hands. Like they actually tested for like bacteria and viruses on their hands. Only about 70% of the people actually washed their hands after using the toilet. Okay. That's gross. Like what is wrong with you people? Come on. (laughs) And then of those people that did wash their hands, only about half of them even did it correctly. Right. So we're talking about water and soap people. Yeah. Soap (sighs) is really powerful. Yeah. All right. Well, hopefully we're all washing our hands now, but let's get into (laughs) some. What do we do? So I would say number one on this list is rest. We need quality sleep. We always talk about this, but you need full sleep cycles. You need to get full REM, full deep sleep. 
because during sleep, your body's going to release these hormones that help fight inflammation and fight infection. So do not skimp on sleep right now. That is just a hard, fast rule, always and forever. Um, and then I would say following that, exercise and movement is really helpful. I know a lot of us are, whether we're self-quarantining or we're not at work right now. I know like Broadway just was shut down. So everyone is at home and probably not going to the gym. So a lot of people probably are staying indoors more. You do still need to move. And I think we're all trying to like protect and like turn in. And it's like literally making our bodies go more into a fetal position because we're afraid, but we need to keep moving because movement increases white blood cell production and circulation. It's just going to make it faster and more efficient. So I wouldn't, uh, I'm not saying run to the gym. I'm not sure it's the safest space right now. Hopefully your gym has stepped up some cleaning practices. I know I went to the gym yesterday. I'm not going to stop going as long as they're open, but you know, use your own judgment. If you need to use your own sanitizer, I don't know, you, use your brain. But they're saying that aerobic and low impact is probably the best. That's really going to help uh, with the lymphatic flow, the blood circulation, and it's going to increase this white blood cell production that is so, so helpful for fighting this stuff off. Third on this list, I'm going to say get some fresh air. If you can go outside, like the weather's getting nicer and nicer, depending on where you live, East Coast, it's starting to look up. Go outside, go for a walk. Like you need fresh air. Or if you are staying indoors, open your windows because the fresh air is going to help ionize the bacteria in your home. You don't want to be in a stuffy, stagnant air situation. So go outside, open the windows. Yeah. Next up, we have like a very, very long list of supplements. And that also includes some foods that are going to help support your immune system and some that are very specific to this virus that is going on that is circulating right now. So Renee, kick us off. Yeah. I think a couple basic supplements that are really good just overall for immune function. You know, we can look at the important vitamins, right? Everyone knows vitamin C, vitamin D3, vitamin A. We can get those a little bit from food, but I do think if we can supplement, that's even better. Vitamin C, if you can get a liposomal form or an IV therapy, I think it is so worth it right now. I'm definitely going to be getting more IVs during this chaos. <laughs> so look up where you can get a local IV. I think that's really important. Vitamin D3, I mean, right, we get it from the sun. Oddly enough, it's been raining in Vegas all week. It really feels oh, wow. like the world is ending. <laughs> I'm like, oh gosh, you turning between... on that red light? <laughs> yeah. And I got my human charger. Yeah. So between the rain in Vegas and no toilet paper on the shelves, it feels very strange right now. But if you, you can get like natural sunlight, that's great. You'll get vitamin D from that. And then a couple of really good minerals for immune function are zinc and selenium. I just want to jump back before you go too far away from the D3 and the vitamin A. Vitamin yeah. A specifically is more of a short-term thing, but especially through the rest of the winter, well, I guess this would go beyond, but it's, it's more for like five to seven weeks. And you want to be looking at like a thousand IU max because there is a potential for toxicity. But if you take it with the vitamin D3, that's really helpful. But just know that that is a short-term thing. But the vitamin C, vitamin D, you can take all year round, but we do want to step up our intake. We can share like uh, dosages in the show notes. Yeah, that's a great point. Thanks for jumping in with that. So yeah, back to minerals. So zinc and selenium, they're also really good for antiviral. Selenium, you can supplement, but honestly, my favorite hack for this is to just eat Brazil nuts one to three Brazil nuts a day, and you get your daily dose of selenium. So oh, wow, instead of nothing, yeah, I mean, how I might have a hard that? time only eating three. 
<laughs> I know I have to literally like count three out, put them in my hand and walk away. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, they're, they're pretty big too, but they're, they're really filling. They're a great snack. That way you're getting more from food. You know, anytime we can get stuff from food rather than supplements, I'm a fan of. Mm-hmm. So that's a great source of selenium, zinc, again, food sources, pumpkin seeds, seafood, sea vegetables. Those are great, but I don't think we're going to get enough zinc at this time from our food. So I do recommend supplementing. Again, we'll put dosages in the show notes. But zinc is very important for cold, flu, coronavirus, everything, like immediately. I think we all need to be on it as a preventative measure. Yeah, uh, liver is a great supplement or just any organ meats. I know it's hard for a lot of people to stomach, (laughs) even the idea of that, but you can get some beef liver capsules. If you can do the organ meats or do a beef liver supplement, that would be super helpful. Colloidal silver, another great immune booster. So I love using colloidal silver in a couple different ways, right? There's a liquid where you just kind of rinse it in your mouth and then swallow it. There's a nasal spray, which is obviously very important because most of us are going to be exposed, you know, through inhalation, which quick side note, nasal breathing is also very important, right? We talked about this in our last podcast, but nasal breathing is a natural way to protect your body because Mm -hmm. the nasal passage way has, you know, antimicrobial properties. So if you're mouth breathing, you're putting yourself at higher risk. So just that simple switch, make sure you're nasal breathing, not mouth breathing. But on top of that, using something like colloidal silver in the nasal spray. I know some people like to use like olive oil in their nostrils for some antimicrobial function. And then colloidal silver, you can actually get like topical gels. So I know like a lot of healthcare practitioners are using this on their hands instead of maybe some of the more toxic hand sanitizers. So a couple of different ways you can use it. That's what I took to the gym yesterday. I tried not to touch too many things, but I got on the treadmill, which I don't normally do, but I got on the treadmill and I just sprayed the coital silver before I touched anything. I don't know. Nice. <laughs> yeah. If I had a microscope to see what was happening, that'd be helpful. But you know, I just trust that I'm doing everything I can. You didn't bring your microscope to the gym? I wouldn't put it past me. <laughs> Um, Another one of my favorites, I know I talk about this one a lot, is elderberry. So I think a lot of people know this for cold and flu season, but this is interesting. Elderberry actually has been researched to and found to have positive effects against past coronaviruses. So there's not any research specifically on COVID-19, I think, because it's just so new, but that's a really good sign. If it was powerful against the previous ones, I would take a, you know, pretty good gamble that this would work on this one. Yeah. I'm going to throw out some of my antivirals. I take all these for Epstein-Barr anyways, so I'm sure they're going to help us with what's going on. Um, Cat's claw, echinacea, lysine, monolaurin, olive leaf, and oregano oil. Ooh, and astragalus. I love astragalus too. Yes, but astragalus we want to be careful with because it's an immune stimulant. So we don't want to take that long term. And it also is more helpful once we've been exposed to something. So that's not one that I would throw in that like general immune support because you don't want to overstimulate the immune system. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely some debate on whether people with autoimmune conditions should ever take astragalus. So that's definitely something I would run by your healthcare practitioner. I know Dr. Alan Christensen, who is like a thyroid adrenal specialist, he says it's fine for autoimmune conditions. But again, do we really know? So yeah, you're right. That's something to, to watch out for. 
So some other really helpful things during this time, mushrooms. Mushrooms are, are amazing for immune support, especially like reishi, Coriolis. If you can get a complex, I really like the Paul Stamets brand, but highly supportive to the immune system. Another really, really powerful one right now is Andrographis which is actually like an Indian echinacea. There's a lot of research showing that this has a, a really powerful effect on like lung and respiratory conditions. And it's shown to make the influenza viruses less able to cause pulmonary damage in the body. So we're getting some antiviral and immunoregulatory properties. And again, found in some upper respiratory infection treatment. Um, I found an andrographis supplement that has some other really helpful herbals in there like licorice and skullcap. Um, that's helpful because I know this is a long list and we're going to try to prioritize and review at the end, but I can share the andrographis that I found that has some licorice because that is another supplement. I don't think we even got to that yet, but licorice, dandelion, skullcap, allicidin, which is from garlic, also colostrum, which is what is found in breast milk. Anything to add there, Renee? Yeah, I think those are all good. Also, um, N-acetylcysteine, NAC, which can be used for a lot of different things, but I thought it was interesting that some people are calling it the upper respiratory powerhouse. So again, we're seeing, yeah, right? So we're seeing coronavirus, um, you know, has similarities to the flu, but I think one of the big things is, uh, you know, the cases of pneumonia, the the effects on the respiratory system. So the fact that this can modulate a healthy inflammatory response to oxidative stress that can potentially affect the lungs, this is a really good one for for what's going on. Awesome. So I would say probably like the NAC with the andrographis, probably some L-lysine, and then your typical vitamin C, D3, vitamin A would be like a pretty amazing combo. Yeah. And I think not to overwhelm everyone with this long list, I think the key here is to find a couple products that have multiple ingredients that we just mentioned in it. Right. Sure. I don't I don't think everyone's gonna run out and take like 30 different supplements. You know, and, and well, I'll put my exact protocol in the show notes if anyone's curious like what I'm doing. But I found a couple products that have, you know, four, five, six of these ingredients in them. That way I'm not just drowning in capsules all day long. Oh yeah. Can you share those now? Oh, sure. Liposomal cat's claw synergy. So this is a antiviral combination. So it has cat's claw, monolaurin, vitamin D3, and lemon balm. Also very good for Epstein-Barr. That's how I found the product, but great antiviral ingredients. It's also in a liposomal form. So the liposomal form, it's going under your tongue. It's absorbed much quicker into the body rather than like capsules and powders, which are have to go through the digestive system in order to absorb them. Immunoberry, this is a liquid, so again, no capsules. This is elderberry, astragalus, shiitake mushroom, maitake mushroom, and beta-glucan. And then my last one, Immunotone Plus, echinacea, astragalus, elderberry, andrographis, Lauren's favorite, arabinogalactin, lauric acid, cordyceps mushroom, shiitake mushroom, maitake mushroom, reishi mushroom, and beta-glucan. So that one's got a lot of mushrooms. That one, all the mushrooms and the andrographis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. That's a winner in my book. (laughs) Yeah. Those are my top three right now. And then again, I'm doing like the zinc and selenium and um, vitamin C. I I am doing the liposomal vitamin C just because I think to get a high enough dose of vitamin C right now without dealing with the digestive upset that you get with typical vitamin C, like powder and capsule form, 
Um, the liposomal, you can do like a thousand milligrams every couple hours, no digestive upset. So you're really- Yeah, it won't send you running to the bathroom. Yeah, because nobody's got time for that right now. Yeah, or maybe, I agree. Or maybe people do have time for that because people are not working. Yeah, sitting around <laughs> at home. You want to spend your day in, in the bathroom. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Like the liposomal, I'm a huge fan of Quicksilver. Liposomal, vitamin C. I'm also taking their D3, K2, and uh, glutathione. Super helpful. It's a really, really great line of supplements, which we will share. In addition to this very long list of supplements, which again, we will prioritize for you, but some helpful foods. We already talked about this liver, uh, garlic and ginger are really, really helpful. Citrus and red pepper, like any foods that have a high vitamin C content, fermented foods, which are great for your microbiome health, like protecting your gut is going to be super, super helpful during this time. And that can include some up to you, but prebiotics or probiotics to help create a healthy balance of bacteria in the gut. And you definitely want to avoid stress from foods or beverages. So avoid sugar, avoid alcohol, I'll say in excess, and avoid excess caffeine at this time. This is super important, but as always, it's just like a a winter season thing. Great. So beyond supplements and food, I would say another major, major factor on this list is steering clear of the fear. This is huge right now. We want to implore you to not stress because stress really impairs the immune system. So what happens when you experience stress, like your cortisol goes up, your adrenaline goes up, and that creates a sympathetic response in your nervous system. And then the sympathetic fibers from your brain travel down. They actually go into your lymphoid tissues and can release a variety of substances that attach to your white blood cells. And that's going to affect your immune response. So you don't want to put extra stress on the white blood cells because we are doing everything we can to boost their production and circulation. So I know it's a really scary time and that's mostly because we don't know what this thing is. It's spreading really rapidly, but we just want you to remember that if you are young and healthy, you are most likely not at risk. And I understand we probably shouldn't all be running around because we don't know who's been exposed to it and who's going to transmit it. So I'm just encouraging you to focus on your own immune health and use your best judgment and how you conduct your daily activities. But stress is a big one here. And if you need some strategies to calm the nervous system, things like breath work, Renee said the nasal breathing is really helpful. Meditation, just to calm the system down. Practicing positivity. We still need to do things that are going to like spark joy and, and create a sense of like positivity and fun and happiness, right? Thoughts on that? If you are in isolation, you know, FaceTime, yeah. <laughs> Make yeah. sure you're still interacting that way. Maybe not so much on Facebook because a lot of people are posting negative stuff there, but yeah. Oh, just I'm connected. staying clear of Facebook right oh. now. <laughs> it's nice. A couple people have been posting like, hey, write one thing that happened today that was really awesome, you know, or like stop scrolling, close your eyes, think about what you're grateful for. So there's a couple people on Facebook like sharing positive things. <laughs> yeah. But on Instagram, Instagram, I think has been fairly positive as well. Just try not to get sucked into it. Also try not yeah. to watch the news for too long. I found that it just like repeats over and over again. So, right. you know, watch it for an hour, turn it off, do something that's going to support your well-being. 
Yeah. Put on a funny movie, right? We know laughter is great for the immune system. Put on that Netflix, watch something funny. Yeah. All right. So some additional hacks. Number one hack I would say is fasting. And I'm going to say stay tuned for our next episode where we talk a lot more about fasting. But fasting is, I think, more helpful if you do get sick. I think before, before you're actually infected with something like this, really cleaning up your diet, doing all the tips Lauren already shared is helpful. But actually, when you are sick, fasting is helpful. And most people, if you've had the flu, you've probably experienced that you're not hungry. Right. Mm-hmm. Maybe you're craving like some bone broth, maybe some hot tea. Right. That's your body's natural way of saying, I actually don't want solid food right now. So really cue into that. Don't ignore that and like grab, you know, chicken tenders and mac and cheese or something. <laughs> so incorporate some fasting if you, you know, do feel run down and need that extra boost. Just in addition to that, like we already talked about some foods, but again, no sugar, but there's a lot of antiviral foods that are really helpful, like coconut oil, raw garlic, oregano, kimchi, which is a fermented food. We talked about that. Apple cider vinegar and mushrooms, again, really helpful. Apple cider vinegar, that also reminds me, you may want to look into um, some detox support as well. Like if you are affected by this and then you're also taking all these supplements, you want to make sure that you have like an exit strategy for your body. So something like a foot bath, which you can do with apple cider vinegar. Um, Sweating as always is a great uh, detox protocol. So infrared sauna, if you can get to one really helpful. I would say rebounding also, which kind of goes in the movement category, but rebounding is going to positively affect your lymphatic system. We get like a lymphatic response, which is again, going to just nourish your white blood cells. So rebounding is jumping on a trampoline or even just bouncing can be super helpful. Oh, just one more note about like white blood cells. So they're found in different places in the body. Like they're stored in your spleen, your thymus, bone marrow, lymph nodes. So the rebounding especially helps the lymph nodes, but if you want to help your thymus, you can also like tap on your thymus. So I would actually just Google a picture of exactly where this is on your body, but it's like around your breastbone and you can just like use a few fingers to tap it, which is going to stimulate. Um, so rebounding and, and tapping of the thymus. And then avoiding excessive exercise. You know, this, I know if you're off of work, maybe you think this is the time to really get in shape. You could spend hours in the gym, but I also wouldn't do that. You you don't want to drain the immune system. So just find a healthy balance. Yeah. And I love what you said about the sauna because oh gosh, if I had a sauna in my house, I'd be using it every day right now. The sauna is almost like a natural fever, right? You're heating up the body, right. you're sweating, you know, a fever. I think a lot of people think it's a bad thing, right? Oh, you have a fever you know, we got to bring that down. We got to bring it down. But that's your body's natural response to kill off some kind of microbe. Yeah. A lot of people take medications to shut down the fever. Yeah. Yeah. You need that. Obviously like be careful. Children, it is highly dangerous for them to have a high fever, but for a healthy adult, you do want that response. And usually at the end of the fever, you break it and you sweat, which I think is where you're going with this, right? Like the sweat, the heat and the sweat response. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think you could do by taking a hot bath. Sometimes when I'm not feeling well, I just fill up the tub, put some Epsom salts in there, maybe some essential oils. And I just sit in there until I like sweat my face off. Yeah. Like Chinese medicine protocol. Absolutely. Yeah. So you're just like mimicking that fever. And I think I've talked about this before on the podcast, but there was a doctor that was actually injecting people with syphilis to give them a fever 
to then fight their cancer. So sorry, all cancer patients he's working with, but yeah. some of them actually died from the syphilis, but, <laughs> but no one died from cancer because he was able to stimulate that fever and it was killing the cancer. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Cool. Uh, another thing on this list, the amp coil, which we've talked about. If you heard our episode with Freddie Kimmel, he works for Amp Coil. I also have an Amp Coil. And if you can find someone nearby that has one, or you're welcome to come to my apartment and use it, <laughs> they came out with a virus 2020 protocol. And actually, the first step in this protocol, I think, was really interesting. It's supporting positivity and like positive emotions. So just getting you out of that fear response. But then after that, we're supporting the immune system. And then there's some specific viral journeys on there. They're going to help bring your body back into balance and create that resonance that can fight off these viruses. So amp coil is a really awesome opportunity if you can get to it. I wish. I wish I could. <laughs> oh, I'll just send you my amp coil in the mail real quick. Oh, thanks. So I don't yeah, have to jump sure. on an infected plane. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I, I mean, they're saying that they're cleaning the crap out of planes right now, but I, I'm not yeah. sure that I'm rushing to get on a plane. I don't know. We don't really know. How this yeah. spreading, so. I think they are like really disinfecting, but I'm almost scared the opposite direction. Like I've seen pictures of them spraying, like it looks like they're spraying pesticides on a farm, like on the airplane. So I just, I'd be more worried about the chemicals. <laughs> sure. Like excessive toxic exposure. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I have a flight in a couple of days. Not sure if I'm going to go yet. Still up in the air. We'll see. Yeah. So more reason to support your microbiome. Make sure you have like proper bacterial levels in your body. Yep. Okay. So just to, I know that was a lot. Let me just run through this list again, just so we have like a nice little pretty package. Number one on this list is rest. Make sure you're getting adequate high quality rest and sleep. Number two, exercise and movement. Find a nice healthy balance of exercise, which is going to help with blood flow, increase white blood cell production, but don't fatigue yourself to a point where your body is going to be uh, then drained and, and not strong. So a good balance of exercise and movement. Get some fresh air. Go outside. Open your windows. Breathe through your nostrils. Avoid mouth breathing. Supplements, we're going to post this entire list, but again, the top ones are vitamin C, vitamin D3, vitamin A, andrographis, which is the Indian echinacea. And if you can find like a complex that has some other helpful herbals in there, which we will share, really helpful. NAC, L-lysine, which are the two antivirals that are really powerful. And then Renee's supplements that have the complexes in them, like Immunotone Plus, Immunoberry, and then the liposomal cat's call synergy. So do your own research. Like we're going to provide these links and you can open them up and read about them and see which ones resonate with you. But sorry, just one more time. Vitamin C, vitamin D3, vitamin A, andrographis are probably at the top of that list. And then the last one was just steer clear of the stress. Try not to get sucked into the stress. Try to avoid too much of the news. I mean, we need to watch it to be informed and stay up to date. But know that your immune system is going to be highly impacted by being fearful and stressing about this. So take some deep breaths, meditate, do things that spark joy. And you know what? We're all in this together. I think we're going to be okay. We are. We are all going to be okay. Um, also some additional resources. Dr. Klinghart from the Klinghart Institute is amazing. He did an incredible webinar, which we will share with you. I definitely recommend watching it. 
at least once. I've watched it five times already. I get more out of it. Oh my gosh, five times? That's amazing. It's just like on loop mode. (laughs) Chris Cresser did a great episode with a guest that had some great information. We'll link that. Um, Dr. Bruce Lipton. We'll share a few people that have like some good information about this. Yeah. Lots of great experts on the topic. So yeah, it is still flu season. So just do everything that you can to support your, your systems. Your body is going to take care of you if you take care of it. So let's continue on that path. And we are here for you guys. If you have any questions, we hope you enjoyed this episode and hopefully it has, you know, calmed down the fear response just a little bit. Yeah, but definitely email us biohackerbabes at gmail.com. DM us on Instagram, biohackerbabes. We are here to help. You know, we've tried a lot of things and we're happy to share them with you guys. Yeah. And if anyone has sunshine right now, you can send it to New York City or Vegas. Like, Please. Both have really cloudy days right now. It is kind of sad. Yeah. Between the daylight saving time and the rain, I'm like, what's going on? I could sleep till 10. (laughs) Yeah. I know. Yeah. All right, everyone. Get some rest. Stay healthy. And we will see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. love this episode of the biohacker babes podcast head over to apple Podcasts to subscribe rate and leave a review we truly appreciate your support until then happy biohacking